Hello and welcome back to Zach's Fact Check. This is Zach, your host. I want to talk to you today about a couple of things. Before we get there, I really want to talk about the chance that you have to let everybody else know what you're learning on this podcast. I'm covering a lot of weird things, a lot of crazy things, a lot of random things, and that's okay, right? We are a group that wants to learn. We want to hear the latest news and what's going on. At least I do. I mean, and you keep coming back, so I'm supposing you do as well. So the best way you can do that is let your friends know about this. We're on Apple, Spot, uh, Apple Spotify, Google, Stitcher. You can find us on Anchor.fm where you can leave a voice message for me to hear with if you have ideas, tips, questions, concerns, comments, whatever. You can leave all of that there for me to be able to get get back with you and to be able to talk with you guys. And I said it in the last episode, I have loved getting to hear your input, your ideas, your thoughts on the podcast. And I want you to keep doing that. It means so much to me that you do that. And without it, I'm probably just going to kind of run stale on ideas. I'm loving your outreach. Keep it coming. Now let's begin. So a few weeks ago, I had talked about the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial. It's a defamation trial. And we talked a little bit about it. It wasn't, wasn't much and it wasn't long, but in all honesty, it's been a six-week ordeal for just the trial. But honestly, if you listened to or read the statements by both Johnny Depp and Amber Hood after the verdict that came out on, I believe, came out yesterday, uh, as I record this, this is a Thursday. And in all honesty, it's two very, very different responses to these verdicts. And you can see, in my opinion, why, why the jury did what they did. They came to the same conclusion that most people online who have been watching came to. And that is that while Johnny Depp is not innocent, Johnny Depp is not at fault. The evidence presented showed that Johnny Depp was not the aggressor. He was not the abuser. That does not mean that he did not do things that he that were wrong. Both of these people were absolutely broken people, messed up, just awful people at different times. But it seems like the person who was the actual aggressor, the person who was actually trying to cause the fights, cause the problems, cause the issues, was Amber Heard. All of the information, all of the evidence seemed to point there. We know that the evidence that existed in the trial proved that there was absolutely pretty severe medical damage done to Johnny at the hands of Amber Heard. We have her on tape admitting to striking him. None of that evidence exists on Amber Heard's side that was brought to trial. I know that a lot of people talk about, well, that's because they excluded the evidence. And obviously in the UK, they they proved otherwise. Here's the thing. There are different burdens of proof in the UK versus the US. You will need to go talk to a lawyer. 
that knows both of those laws, those areas of law, but better than I do to get a better grasp on what the, the, the differences are. But I can tell you that they are pretty substantial differences. So the reality is, is that the judge in this case found that some of the evidence that was brought in did not meet the threshold to be admissible in U.S. courts. The same thing did happen to Johnny. It it seems like the judge admitted some evidence for both sides that some people might say that shouldn't have been in there, but also didn't admit some things for both sides that should have been there. It seemed like the decisions that the judge was making was pretty well balanced between the two. It some some of the her decisions went bad for one group and good for the other and vice versa. She was right down the middle. She wasn't being partisan, at least not that I could tell. And I watched the the trials pretty religiously um just because, you know, why not? And I think that the jury absolutely came to the proper conclusions and that that was that Amber Heard was absolutely liable for the defamation that uh, statements or defamatory statements that she made against Johnny Depp. Now, they also, so of, of the three counts that Johnny Depp brought against her for such statements as, I'll read the first article that uh, he won on, as to this statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, that quote, that headline quote, is what was the defamatory statement. Because, I'll, I'll read through what they had to find out do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? They answered yes. The jury did. Said if you've answered yes, each of the next things have to also be yes for you to be able to award damages. So the statement was made or published by Mrs. Hurd or Miss Hurd. They also said yes because she, she admitted to it in trial that she did make the statement. It's in the article that she made the statement. The statement was about Mr. Depp. They believed that he proved that this was absolutely about Mr. Depp. And it seems, if you read the article, that while he's not specifically mentioned, it is absolutely about Johnny Depp. The statement was false. And according to all the evidence that was brought into trial, yes, the statement was false. The statement was a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. And here's what it, what it means by that. So you have to, if there's, is it implied that it's about Mr. Depp? Again, it's not actually talking about Mr. Depp, right? The name's never mentioned. It's implying that it's Mr. Depp. And so that's what they decided is, yes, this was a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp. The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Hurd. In other words, she knew what it was, and yes, she did it. She designed it, and she intended it to be defamatory, all right? Due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp. In other words, would average Joe reading this think, hey, I think she's talking about Johnny Depp? They also said, yes, that is exactly what it did. So then you have to answer this. 
because because he's a public figure, the Supreme Court says that public figures, both private and well, I can't say private, but both governmental and non-governmental public figures, they're in the public limelight. People are going to say what they want to say about them. So they, to protect freedom of speech, they have to prove the defamatory statement at a higher bar than I would, right? I am not a public figure. I know I'm making a podcast. It's not quite big enough for me to be a public figure just yet. You know, y'all keep working on that. But what that means is that they have to have actual malice, meaning that the evidence has to show that she absolutely intended for this to be bad for Johnny Depp. No other purpose. She intended to harm Johnny Depp's reputation with this statement. The jury found that she did. So that's count one. Count two is a quote from another. So I'll just read it to you. As to this statement appearing in the op-ed entitled, quote, a transformative moment for women, end quote, in the Washington Post's print edition and the online op-ed, quote, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote, in the Washington Post's online edition. So this is two different uh, publications that she made this same statement in each. So that's why they wrote it that way. This is the statement that's actually up for defamation. Quote, Then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse, and I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. Now, remember, this. she's saying that she faced abuse and that she became a public figure representing that abuse two years ago. At the time of this publication, two years ago is whenever... I believe I could have the timelines wrong. You can go online and find this for yourself, but I believe this all lines up to be right around the divorce is what she's referring to. So again, implying Johnny Depp. So do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? The jury said, yes. Did the statement was made and published by Mr. Hurd? Ms. Hurd? Yes. The statement was about Depp? Yes. The statement was false? Yes. The statement has a defamatory implication about Mr. Depp? Yes. The defamatory implication was designed and intended by Ms. Heard? Yes. Due to circumstances surrounding the publication of the statement, it conveyed a defamatory implication to someone who saw it other than Mr. Depp? Also, yes. And again, down to actual malice. Did she actually intend to harm his reputation with these statements that she knew were false? Again, they found yes. On the third and final count from Johnny Depp against Amber Heard, I'll read it to you. As to this statement appearing in the op-ed entitled, quote, a transformative moment for women, end quote, in the Washington Post print edition and the online op-ed, quote, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote, in the Washington Post online edition. Again, the same two posts, the same two articles with another statement that were in both, quote, I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Yes. All the way down to actual malice, they said yes. They then 
what was funny is I don't know if it was because he won all three of his counts and Bert Heard won one of her three counts. Whenever the jury first came in, they handed the notes or the the forms to the uh, bailiff who took it to the judge. The judge opened it and read it and immediately said, I need the lawyers to approach, which means that something has gone wrong that no one can hear anywhere at all. They have to talk about this before anybody hears anything because they don't want anything getting out. Something has to be figured out first. And a few minutes later, they get done with the bar or with the sidebar. The uh, uh, lawyers go back to their seats and the judge then addresses the jurors and says something to the effect of when you find for defamation, you have to put a compensatory amount, meaning it doesn't have to be, it can be in dollar, but you have to put a dollar amount there. You do not have to do that for the defamatory remark, the defamatory uh, compensation, but for the compensatory funds, you have to do that. And here's what I mean by that. So for compensatory damages, that means that you are compensating someone for what they actually lost. In this case, for Johnny Depp, he lost a couple of movie roles. He lost his reputation to possibly get more movie roles, things like that. Millions and millions of dollars were on the line for this. I believe he his standard contract is $20 million a show. So, you know, for the two movies that, he's, that he lost out on, that's $40 million, right? Easily, what you know, they could easily do that. They did not put any money either there for Johnny Depp or on Amber Heard. I, we don't know. They didn't describe what where they didn't do it. They might not have done it for either. The punitive damages are the damage is it, the damages that are given basically because of the jury says you're a horrible person and this is what we think of you to you right. They do not like you, and they're going to make you pay just because of that. Now, in Virginia, the law states that punitive damages can are capped statutorily at $350,000, meaning it does not matter what the jury awards. All that you're going to pay, if it's against you, is $350,000. That's it. In punitive damages, there is no limit on compensatory damages. So the damages for things you actually lost. So think of it as compensation for your losses. Uh, that's that's what that is for. And the jury can make whatever they want. They can be a dollar. It can be twelve billion. It's up to them. They're the ones that decide what it is. So on those three counts they find that Amber Heard was liable for defamation against our malicious defamation against Johnny Depp. And they found once they finally came back, they found that they wanted to award $10 million in compensatory damages to Johnny Hunt. And they awarded $5 million for a total of $15 million, $5 million in punitive damages. Now remember that was capped at $350,000. And after the reading of the verdict and the dismissal of the jury, the judge will readjust that to $350,000 for punitive damages for a total of $10,350,000. That's the full amount that Amber Heard now owes Johnny Depp. Now, that's going to go to the to the. Uh, lawyers, they're going to argue and push and pull and do all these things. 
well, if you pay this, it'll be a part of that. If you do this, it'll be a part of that. And there, you know, maybe it's all the money goes to charity, whatever it is, they're going to make a deal to make it happen. Then it has to go to the judge and be approved, and then it's done, right? Now, Amber Heard absolutely can appeal this verdict. And in fact, it sounds like she probably will. We don't know what that means. Basically, if my understanding is correct, and if someone who is in law wants to reach out and correct this or say, yes, you're right, whatever you want to do, let, let me know. I want, I, I want to grow in this. But my understanding is that whenever you go to an appeal, you don't get a new trial. You get to look over the same evidence, right? So I think the judges are allowed to look at ex, uh, uh, excluded evidence and why it was excluded and rule whether that was fairly done or legally done or whatever, but you don't get a new trial. You're not going in there with, with new lawyers or, or sorry, with new jurors and things like that. You're not doing a new trial. The appellate court goes over the papers, the paperwork basically, and they decide whether it was done fairly or not. If they decide it was done fairly, game over, I believe she can still technically appeal to the state Supreme Court. And I guess eventually she might be able to get to the federal Supreme Court, but I don't think that it's really going to go anywhere with either of those places. If the, both the trial court and the appellate court say, no, this is absolutely fair, there's not a whole lot left you can do. You're going to run out of money before you, before you really get anything figured out. Maybe she does it. Maybe she doesn't. We don't know what to wait and see, right? So, like I said, Johnny Depp won all three of his account of his counts against her, and Amber Heard won one. And that was the second count. And it was the count on a quote done by Mr. I think it's Alderman, I believe. Let's see. I'll pull up the name here. Sorry about that. I probably should have been a little more prepared on this, but I, I wasn't. I, I apologize. Anyway, it was a uh someone acting as an eight, they determined that this person was acting as an agent for Johnny Depp, therefore as a spokesperson. So his statements remark are, um, they make Johnny Depp liable. So as to the statements appearing in the April 27th, 2020 online edition of the daily mail quote, quite simply, this was an ambush, a hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt didn't do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched and interviewed, and left after seeing no damage to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up, got their story straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist, and then placed a second second call to 911, end quote. So, The question on this and what they decided is that this was a defamatory statement, which again, you know, you can have a defamatory statement, but it doesn't mean that you are able to award award anything, right? It's a defamatory statement, yes, meaning that it defames you, but that does not mean that it was done with malice. It doesn't mean that it was done intentionally to harm you. It doesn't mean any of that, and they they have to prove that. And in this case, they said that this was a bridge too far. Basically, where in previous quotes that he has done, that 
that this agent did for Johnny Depp in previous, in, in the count one and then count three statements, basically those were not false statements. They believed them to be true. So they weren't defamatory. This one they believed it was a bridge too far. Basically, they say that Johnny Depp did uh, misheard proved that Johnny Depp did not bring enough evidence to make this claim be true. So they said it was defamatory. It was meant to, to harm her. It was meant to make her look bad. Uh, and they did say it was done maliciously. I, I don't know that I would agree. I think it was done with not that he did not say the statement, in my opinion, knowing it was false. I think he stated it, believing it to be true. And in all honesty, I kind of believe it as well. But they, the jury said that the statements were not proven to be true. Therefore, they were defamatory and they said malicious. And so they gave her a win on her second count. The second count, uh, because of this, that's whenever they then awarded her compensatory damages, meaning that she lost jobs or whatever. She lost this much income because of this, so this is what we're going to give her, right? That doesn't mean that she may have only lost $5 in income and they can award $12 billion. Again, remember, it doesn't matter. It's what the jury just decides. End of discussion. That's it. There's no other reason to rhyme or reason to what they do. It is completely up to them to figure it out. And they awarded $2 million in damages and absolutely nothing in punitive damages, meaning that they were not mad at Johnny Hunt. And they did this pretty much because by the letter of the law, they kind of had to. Now, in all honesty, they may have done it solely because they had to appease a juror that would not vote with the rest of them for the defamation charges against Heard. And so they said, fine, we'll let you have this one and $2 million. Will you let us go home so we can go to bed? Right? They've been in this courtroom every day for six weeks. They have got to be exhausted, right? There's, how would you like to sit in the same room every day for six weeks with people you have no idea who are and not be able to talk to anybody about it? I mean, I'm sure some people do that, and I I do not envy you. I like my job. I like what I do, and I like not having to keep my mouth shut. I mean, I have a podcast for goodness sake. What do you want me to do? So all of this came out yesterday afternoon as they read the verdict, and everything went bonkers. That's whenever Twitter just erupted with justice for Johnny Depp. Amber Heard finally got what she deserved. All of this stuff was was said. And you know what? It was interesting because Amber Heard, she released a statement within literal minutes of the verdict. Meaning, in my mind, because this is pretty long and it's pretty well stated, it seems to me she had this prepped in the bag. Maybe she just knew that she could not, that she wasn't going to win. Maybe that's what she, she just knew she wasn't going to win. So she had this in the bag. Maybe she had two different speeches written, right? And she was just going to have the, I'm disappointed. And thankfully the the justice prevails or whatever she was going to say. Maybe she just had both just in case. 
Now, let me read to you what she said literally minutes after the verdict. Basically, as soon as she walked out of the courthouse, she said, send, right? So this is what she said on Twitter. I'm sure it's everywhere else, but it's just a, a picture of her statement. It says, the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. It is a setback. It sets back the clock to a time when a woman who spoke up and spoke out could be publicly shamed and humiliated. It sets back the idea that violence against women is to be taken seriously. I believe Johnny's attorney succeeded in getting the jury to overlook the key issue of freedom of speech and ignore evidence that was so conclusive that we won in the UK. I'm sad I lost this case, but I am sadder still that I seem to have lost a right I thought I had as American to speak freely and openly. That was her response to the verdict. I got a couple of things that I think are just good. They're my opinions, so take them as you want them, but I'm going to say them. First off, you do not have under the First Amendment the freedom to lie about other people. You don't have that. That's not a thing. It's not protected. You have the right to freely and openly speak the truth, not your truth, not a truth or any other truth, the truth. That's it. That's what's protected. You speak the truth of what actually happened and you do not get in trouble for defamation, but you cannot lie about people publicly in front of everybody, harm their reputation and get away with it. At least you, you're not supposed to if the, if the law is held out correctly. And in this case, I believe it was. She also states that this is a setback for all women and that all of these... Uh, domestic violence uh, survivors are just being set back. And I just don't see that. I don't see that as a reality because what this says with the evidence the jury had, just the preponderance of evidence, just, just overwhelming evidence showed that she was the aggressor. She was the abuser and she lied about all of it. She lied on the stand multiple times or let me put, she contradicted herself on the stand multiple times. I'll let somebody else figure out whether it was lying or not, but she made one statement and then another statement and the two cannot co cannot coexist in the same reality. They just can't. Therefore, she contradicted her statement several times while on stand. I don't know what world you live in, but to me, and my non-professional, non-legal mind, that seems to be lying. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it appears to be to me. I know that watching her on the stand and giving her testimony, I didn't believe her. What She, she looked like she was so overly dramatic. She was faking what emotion she was showing. I didn't see real. Now, that doesn't mean it wasn't, but I did not sense that. And maybe maybe she's just that bad of an actor and it just comes across badly. I don't know. And if that's the case, I'm sorry for that. But I just didn't see it. I did not see genuine emotion in that moment as she testified to these quote-unquote tra- tragedies that took place against her. What I did see is that Johnny Hunt 
Johnny, Johnny Depp was absolutely believable in his statements that he, everything he said, and, and don't get me wrong, I think he was hiding things. He was lying about things. There was stuff he did not want to talk about. He did not want to answer. Like I said, he is not innocent in this matter. But he was at least believable. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't over dramatized. It was just there, right? It wasn't a huge deal. It was just there. Because of that, I don't think this is a setback for anyone who believes in the equality of the sexes. I believe this is a good thing. And it proves and it shows that sometimes men can be can be uh, survivors of domestic violence as well. They can be victims too. And the idea that we are to believe all women is preposterous. It's this, honestly, it's the same if somebody said we should believe all men. Well, they're equally stupid. You should not believe anybody without evidence that they're telling the truth. And if they don't have the evidence to show it, I'm sorry, you are innocent until proven guilty. You just, you have to be. In the society that we live in, it is too easy to make a false statement against someone and destroy their life. We see this happen with the lacrosse players several years ago. Whenever the woman accused, I believe it was seven lacrosse players, of rape, they went to trial. It was just all over the news, destroyed their lives. It came out and was finally proved that she had lied. I did not realize this. She is now, years later, years later, this person has now been charged with murder and is convicted, and is in jail for murdering her boyfriend after setting him on fire a year earlier. This woman was not safe. She was not mentally okay. And she absolutely lied about what happened. And people, this is why you can't just say, believe all women. It's not okay. Some people just lie. It is what it is. And we have to figure that out and see what reality is. And I think this was a step for that. I think that this absolutely was a step in the right direction for true equality, meaning everyone has to pay their dues. Everyone has to suffer the consequences for their action equally. If you do it right, you get the rewards. If you do it wrong, you get the punishment. That's the way it should be, period. There should be no favorites. doesn't matter how much money you make, how much money you don't make, what, what your orientation is, what your identity is. It doesn't matter. Everyone should be getting the same consequence for their actions, period. And I think this was a step in the right direction for that. Now, Johnny Depp was not in the courtroom when this verdict came out. He was in the UK, I believe at a pub, actually, whenever the verdict was read. Apparently, he had something that was already scheduled for that. And he, because he did not have to be in the courtroom for the verdict, it's not like it was a, tr- uh, a criminal trial. This is, you know, just a, a defamation, you know, civil law, lawsuit type thing. Um, he did not have to be in the room for the verdict to be read. So he was not there. But once he found out the response, he wrote this statement. And it is longer than, than Amber Heard's, 
but he wrote this statement, and I'm going to, I'm going to read it now. Six years ago, my life, the life of my children, the lives of those closest to me, and also the lives of the people who for many, many years have supported and believed in me forever changed, all in the blink of an eye. False, very serious, and criminal allegations were levied at me via the media, which triggered an endless barrage of hateful content, although no charges were ever brought against me. It had already traveled around the world twice within a nanosecond, and it had seismic in a seismic impact on my life and my career. And six years later, the jury gave me my life back. I am truly humbled. My decision to pursue this case, knowing very well the height of the legal uh, hurdles that I would be facing and the inevitable worldwide spectacle into my life was only made after considerable thought. From the very beginning, the goal of bringing this case was to reveal the truth, regardless of the outcome. Speaking the truth was something that I owed to my children, to all those who have remained steadfast in their support of me. I feel at peace knowing I have finally accomplished that. I am and have been overwhelmed by the outpouring of love and the colossal support and kindness from around the world. I hope that my quest to have the truth be told will have helped others men or women who have found themselves in my situation and that those supporting them never give up. I also hope that the position will now return to innocent until proven guilty, both within the courts and in the media. I wish to acknowledge the noble work of the judge, the jurors, the court staff, and the sheriffs who have uh, sacrificed their own time to get to this point and to my diligent and unwavering legal team who did an extraordinary job in helping me to share the truth. The best is yet to come, and a new chapter has finally begun. He quotes in Latin the phrase, truth never perishes. And he signs the card. Here's the thing. Johnny Depp absolutely did receive a barrage of hateful content. And no charges were ever filed. There was no evidence for it. It's why that he was able to win this case. There was no evidence to say that he actually did any of this. As documented as, as Amber Heard claimed to have been about all of this, there was no evidence saying that he actually did any of it. It just wasn't there. It didn't exist. And before he was able to make a statement, he, or seemingly, this was several years ago. He lost his, his, lost his uh, contract with Disney for the Pirates of the Caribbean, lost his contract with Warner Brothers for the Fantastic Beast series. And it just, everything just kind of fell apart for Johnny Depp. No, it, it, he just, he lost a lot. I can't say everything because the man has a lot, but he lost a lot through no fault of his own, that he didn't do, according to the evidence, he did not do what they are saying he did. And he was able to prove that it was lies, that the articles were lies, that the um, statements, the interviews were lies. The testimony on the to the court was possibly perjury. I don't know. I mean, she's not, doesn't, the, the jury didn't believe her for sure. That's the thing is there is no 
There is no way through all the evidence that I have seen that I could ever believe that Amber Heard was truly and absolutely the, the abused in this relationship. I just don't see it. It is, to me, it seems like the evidence points to Johnny Depp being the one who was abused. And I am glad that just a piece of justice was gotten for him through this. And I do hope that he gets some of the contracts back that he lost. I don't watch everything that Johnny Depp, you know, is in, but I've, you know, I've watched Pirates of the Caribbean. I've, it's a great movie. Like I have seen several of his movies and he is a good actor. He's an odd actor for sure, but he's a good actor and he's, he's worth what they pay him. He, he brings in the people to watch. It makes sense to pay him for it. That's all I'm saying is he lost a lot through what it appears to be false allegations. And I'm glad that the trial is over. I'm glad it was figured out and I'm glad everybody gets to move on. Hopefully this appeal kind of goes underneath the radar and we don't have to watch it. Maybe we'll find out really quick that, you know, she's not going to appeal. She's, just, you know, whatever. It appears as though she possibly might have to go bankrupt uh, because she doesn't have the funds to pay the verdict. But I don't know if that's going to be the case. She may be able to do it. Who knows? But we'll find out eventually. So this was pretty fun, in my opinion. I, I, I enjoyed getting to go over this and be able to talk about it. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it when it, as you're listening to it. I want to go ahead and wrap this up, finish it up, and be able to just put a bow on it and get it out of here. This is this is going up on a Friday. It's because it's like I said, I do on Tuesdays, and then sometimes I do Fridays. So a special episode whenever there's a little more to talk about, and this is one of those times. So I'm going to see you guys next time for more Zach's Fact Shack. And, you know, with me, your host Zach. Who knows? Maybe there'll be another person on next time. You never know. We're always doing things a little kind of little crazy and by the seat of our britches here on Zach's Fact Shack. So I will see you next time. 